This is Anthems. Hi, my name is Michael Arsenault. I am the New York Times bestselling author of the book, I Can't Date Jesus, Love, Sex, Family, Race, and other reasons I've put my faith in Beyonce. And my latest collection of essays about my struggles with private student loan debt, I Don't Wanna Die Poor. I'm also a writer of other sorts, a native of Houston, Texas, an elder millennial, and someone who still wishes he had a mixtape out. Your word of the day is reflection. In the midst of a literal plague, the only real goal for any of us is to stay alive, ideally behaving in ways that respects the lives of others. Yet for some of us, this forced stillness has presented us with an opportunity to reassess the lives we had been living and what if any changes can be done to live better once it's time to fully live again. Because some of us have been tired for a lot longer than others, so the darker days of today feel no less heavier or demoralizing than in years past. I've written about my struggles with accepting my sexuality based on the religion I was raised in. I have written and spoken openly about my difficult childhood, along with my lifelong battles against racism, homophobia, and lack of money and access. My work is always designed to make people laugh and make people think. But most of all, I want people like me to know they're not alone. And when I say people like me, I do mean black, gay, queer, or at the very least, a fan of Beyonce. I also mean anyone that knows what it's like to be told to be someone else and refuse. I have been affirmed by readers of those goals, and for that, I am truly grateful. But admittedly, over time, the pandemic and all its nastiness, the needless death and suffering and isolation weighed heavily on me. Not being able to take the constant sounds of sirens signaling death in Harlem last year, I returned to my hometown for what it hoped to be a minute of pause. To have some sense of quiet and calm, and yes, reflection. I didn't get that. It's been quite loud and chaotic, if anything, and as much as I love Houston, I quickly recognize that home remains a trigger. Maybe it always will be. Still, I have been able to reflect and in the process begin to change the way I react to what is out of my control. You know, most things. I'm not a stranger to reflection. Writing the sort of books I write requires much of it. But this is not about narratives and literature. I am talking about me as a person seeking to be more content, to be happier, and to be more secure no matter what is stacked against me. And when I say reflecting, I don't mean overanalyzing and overthinking. That is not the same. This is something I've had to learn over time. Thankfully, I believe in the adage, better late than never. Upon reflection, I have recommitted myself to accepting what has already happened. I've also recognized with no lingering doubt that someone else's mistakes aren't my fault. Now, my mistakes remain mine, but to dwell on them is to spoil yourself of time that could be dedicated elsewhere. I've also had time to stop and reflect on the fact that I can only control myself, not the actions of others. Some people will never change, and that's okay. Some people may never accept you the way you want them to. It's not right, but it's okay. Yes, I really wanted to quote Whitney Houston here. I just miss her. 
The point is, in some ways, I have grown exponentially, but I recognize the ways in which I was stifling my own growth and progression. I was born a gay black man of little means in America. This world will always try to make my life more difficult than need be. I no longer want to do anything that feels like I am pitching in with such efforts, and I am committed to that change. In the midst of chaos that has been much of our lives since last spring, for the first time in my life, I'm starting to get a glimpse into what I would like to believe will be a less stressful, more forgiving stage of life. This is not a humble brag. I swear that I am not pontificating about discovering the meaning of life during a plague. I don't know the meaning of life. I kind of just hope Megan Thee Stallion and I become besties before I die. But I do know one thing to be true. You will never completely move on if you continue to operate on a merry-go-round. It took reflection for me to see that. May we all find our way. Reflection, noun. A fixing of the thoughts on something. Careful consideration.